Hello and welcome to the State of the Fleet Industry, a weekly video series produced by Automotive Fleet Magazine. I'm Mike Antich, editor of Automotive Fleet, and today I'd like to examine what's occurring in the fleet industry for the week of September 12, 2022. And for this week's episode, I'd like to examine the state of the fleet EV market, in particular user satisfaction when recharging fleet EVs using the public charging infrastructure. So today, the majority of fleet users, in fact, more than 80%, are recharging their EVs either at their home or at work. But there's a segment of EV users who rely on the use of public chargers, and this user segment promises to increase as EV usage proliferates to a broader demographics where many people, for a variety of reasons, cannot charge their EV at their home residence. In the commercial fleet market, most companies will provide home chargers for employee drivers, but of course, this is contingent upon the fact that an employee lives in a home that allows for the installation of an on-site EV charger. This isn't always the case. So, for example, some employees may be homeowners, but they live in older homes whose existing electrical wiring cannot accommodate the power needed to operate a home charger. And in order to use a home charger, that potentially may require rewiring the entire home. Question is, who's going to pay for this expense? Or here's another example. Consider a company EV that will be parked in a detached garage separate from the main residence, which will require an upgraded electrical conduit. So again, who's going to pay for this expense to bring this upgraded electrical conduit to the detached garage? And if a company pays for the expense of installing a more robust electrical system at an employee's home, it invariably will increase the property value of that home. How will this be fair to other employees? And should a company be even be concerned about this unequal treatment? But for the purposes of today's discussion, suffice it to say that not all employees can accept a home charger. In fact, only 68% of Americans are actually homeowners, with the remainder being renters. And of the 68% who own a home, one-third of them are outside the workforce. They're essentially retirees. So fleet managers need to identify how many of their drivers live in homes that can accommodate home chargers. And as you start expanding EVs throughout your fleet, uh, you know, many of your fleet drivers are going to be skewing to the younger demographics, people who tend to live in multi-unit apartment buildings or condominiums or are governed by the rules of a homeowners association that do not allow the installation of home EV chargers. These employees will be the ones who will be using a public charging infrastructure. Or even if an employee does have a home charger, many sales representatives cover large territories that require that they travel to multiple cities during the course of a work week. And these employee drivers will need to use public charging stations in order to fulfill their job responsibilities when out of town. So with all of this as background, what is the current state of public charging? Well, despite the fact that there are more public charging stations in operation today than any time ever before, customer satisfaction with public level two charging has actually declined in 2022 compared to 2021. And the fear is that customer satisfaction with public charging will continue to deteriorate for the foreseeable future. So why is this happening? Well, here's why some people think this is going to be the case. As the number of EV users continues to grow, it's beginning to stress the existing infrastructure for public charging. And now, this doesn't mean that every public charging station has issues. Many don't. In fact, the majority don't. 
Rather, what I'm saying and what others are saying is that the number of public charging stations that do have problems seem to be increasing. And there's a lot of firsthand feedback from EV users that's being published on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube that seems to support the contention that problems encountered at public charging station sites are indeed increasing. But most importantly, this anecdotal evidence has now been substantiated by a formal study published by J.D. Power and Associates. It was published in August of 2022, just last month, based on a survey of 11,550 EV drivers. And to date, in my opinion, this has been the best study documenting EV driver satisfaction. The number one takeaway from the JD Power EV survey is that user satisfaction in the use of public charging actually declined in calendar year 2022 when compared to the prior year, 2021. But the bombshell revelation of the JD Power study was the first time ever documentation that one out of five drivers were not able to charge their vehicles during a visit to a public recharging station. In fact, that's the very reason they went there was to recharge their vehicle, but they couldn't do it. So let me repeat that. One out of five drivers were unable to recharge their EV at a public charging station. And the primary reason, at least 72% of the time, was because the charging equipment did not operate. I don't know about you, but I find this to be an incredible statistic. However, based upon comments on LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube, this wasn't a surprise to heavy users of EVs. And by heavy users, I mean those users whose EV is their sole transportation for both local and long-distance travel. And according to these users, the problem at public charging stations seems to be getting worse. The more frequent usage of these EV chargers, these public chargers, is causing a corresponding increase in maintenance issues, primarily hardware-related, that are making some chargers inoperable. But the key complaint, and the reason people are upset about it, is that it's taking time to repair these chargers. These chargers are not being repaired in a timely manner. You know, and these maintenance issues of public chargers, they, they run the gamut ranging from motherboard malfunctions to faulty temperature sensors and charging handles. And many of these maintenance issues tend to take a long time to resolve. And the primary reason is due to the long lead time to receive replacement parts caused by the supply chain shortage. This industry is no different than every, anyone else. They've been impacted by supply chain disruption and it's causing time to get these replacement parts needed in order to get these chargers back online. The increased frequency of charging events or user misuse or abuse of chargers invariably leads to other problems such as broken handles. And you won't discover this until you start to charge. And when the original handle selected is not working, it forces the driver to stop the charging session get another handle, and to start a new charging session, all of which leads to a negative user experience. The key issue with many public charging stations is hardware reliability because in many cases, the hardware is dated. It needs to be updated. And one of the issues with older hardware is that it starts to derate. And what this means is it increases the time needed to recharge an EV. And also over the years, these charging station hardware devices, they've been exposed to the elements ranging from high humidity heat to precipitation to snow and hail to prolonged sub-zero weather in snowbelt states, all of which over time lead to hardware deterioration. 
So in addition to hardware reliability issues, the user experience of public charging stations is not consistent. And it can vary by charging station to charging station. So for instance, some charging stations bill by the minute, not by the kilowatt. So why is this an issue? When you bill by the minute, it increases the cost to an EV user if their charger is slow due to multiple EVs trying to charge at the same time. And even though the amount of electricity being purchased is the same, depending on the amount of time connected to the charger, it will increase your cost the longer you're connected. You know, other negative user experience result from chargers that stop charging prematurely before the battery is full or when you're erroneously double billed uh, for a single uh, charge. And again, these are all negative user experiences that compound. Plus, a personal peeve of mine is when EV drivers use charging stations as parking stalls long after a vehicle's been recharged. A case in point is the town where I live. It's very EV friendly. It has public chargers available all around town. We have them in shopping centers, grocery store parking lots at City Hall, sidewalk chargers, even at the local Kiwanis Club, uh, we have chargers. However, if I attempt to charge an EV after 3 p.m., I'm out of luck. I'm unable to do so because invariably all of the charging stalls are occupied as parking spaces. EV users tend to leave their vehicles overnight at the charging station long after the EV has been recharged. And rather than coming to pick them up later that evening, they wait until the following morning. You know, and another negative user experience with public charging is the wait time. With the limited number of chargers in some high-density areas, it's common for drivers to wait in line to be charged, sometimes up to an hour and a half. I mean, once you're stuck in line, you have no idea how long you're going to be stuck there. And what aggravates the problem is that not all of the chargers at the charging site may be operable, which will further add to your wait time. But in terms of electric vehicles themselves, they are getting better and better. And we have some phenomenal EVs on the road today, and I'm looking forward to driving what's currently in the product pipeline. But EV enthusiasts say that the public charging infrastructure has not kept pace with the end user expectations. And in some cases, customer experience at public charging stations has actually regressed over the year. Major OEMs are being proactive, however, and they're addressing these issues. So, for instance, Ford Motor Company, it monitors charging stations or reports problems and removes consistently underperforming stations from those it recommends to owners. And likewise, General Motors is working with Pilot Flying J truck stops to build a network of chargers along interstate routes using the EVgo chargers. But more needs to be done. In fact, there needs to be an EV user bill of rights. And right at number one is there needs to be a greater commitment to fix chargers quickly when they malfunction. Chargers also need to be located in well-lit and heavily trafficked places. If you watch YouTube videos or uh, read LinkedIn and Twitter posts, some areas where chargers are located, especially when you have to charge after hours, they're sketchy at best or downright scary. And plus, eliminate the feeling of lost productivity while a driver is waiting to recharge an EV. Give drivers something to do while charging, such as locating chargers nearby coffee shops, fast food locations, or even providing local Wi-Fi coverage. At the bare minimum, the industry needs to do a better job of maintaining existing public charging stations. So let's hope that we'll see an improvement in the results of next year's JD Power EV study and not another deterioration in 2023 
as we saw in 2022, of EV user satisfaction. So with this as my final observation, I'd like to conclude my State of the Fleet Industry presentation for the week of September 12th, 2022. And I'd like to thank you for watching.